there, and welcome to Dr. Me First. I'm your colleague in medicine and your coach in life, Dr. freaking Aaron Wiseman. This is a summer showcase episode, and if you don't know what it is or haven't listened to any other ones, this is where I am spotlighting a fellow member of the Doctors Podcast Network. One, it's to show you that there are other amazing physician podcasts out there and they are becoming my friends. And two, it's giving me and my team a break over the summer because I think it's so super important that we walk our talk, that if I'm telling you to take rest and to take breaks and to make more space in your life, I gotta freaking do it too. So sit back, relax, listen to this episode, and don't you worry, I am coming back 100%. After this break, there's gonna be so much more Aaron sass, I'm not even gonna know what to do with it all. All right, well, let's get into the episode, but first, let me pay some bills. Have you ever considered a different way of practicing medicine? Whether you're burnt out, need a change of pace, or looking to supplement your income, Locum Tenants might be a solution for you. Not sure where to start? LocumStory.com is the place where you can get real unbiased answers for your questions. They answer basic questions like, what is Locum Tenants? To more complex questions about pay ranges, taxes, various specialties, and how Locum Tenants can work for you. Go to LocumStory.com or DoctorsPodcastNetwork.com backslash LocumStory and get all your answers. Although many of us strive to be the best dad we can be, many physicians struggle with finding balance between their life at home and their life at work. This is the Imperfect Dad MD Podcast, the show where we discuss topics involving our minds, bodies, beliefs, relationships at home, and upping our game with our business practices and financial knowledge to better improve our role as dad and the lives of those around us. I'm your host, Dr. Jeremy Toffel, physician, husband, father to two boys, and self-proclaimed imperfect dad. Join me as I learn to raise my own imperfections within all these topics. Now, let's get to today's discussion. Hello and welcome to the Imperfect Dad MD Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Jeremy Toffel, and you may have noticed some things are a little different today. Um, the introduction has been changed, and there's a reason for that. And if you follow my blog, you may have already read as to the purpose of that. If you don't follow my blog, one, go read the blog. <laughs> it's at www.imperfectdadmd.com. But if you're not a big reader, which I understand many of us aren't always readers, even though we're physicians usually, um, this podcast episode today is to really explain a shift for me and a shift in mindset and a shift in my goals and my why. You know, a lot of us in life are constantly searching for our why and our why is always changing. You know, when you're in school, your why is maybe it's to get good grades. Maybe it's to make a certain sports team. Maybe it's to do something like that. When you get the, you know, life after work or after high school and maybe it's college and your why is to do the best you can so you can get into medical school. When you get into medical school, your why is to get in the best residency and so on and so forth. So our whys are always changing. And my why for this podcast and really the blog initially has changed even in just a year. You know, in March 2020 hit and COVID it really kind of became a big topic in, our, in the United States. Um, it affected everybody in a lot of different ways. And for me, it didn't only affect my life at home, it affected my life as work. You know, as a physician, there was a lot of physicians out there who were on the front line dealing with this from day one. 
when you look at other countries and then you look at other cities within the United States, like New York and those places, there were doctors there laying their life on the line every day trying to take care of something that we knew nothing about. But then there were people like me who was a physician who worked in a general pediatric office and our goal was to keep people healthy. And the best way to do that at that time was to not have anybody coming into the office. So I had a lot of free time on my hands at that time. And I had a lot of time at home, more than normal. And I was spending more time with my kids and my wife. And, you know, I thought I was doing a good job, but it was pretty quick to realize that I wasn't doing as good of a job as maybe I should have been doing, or maybe that I thought I should have been doing. And so initially, when I started my blog back in May of 2020, it was really to figure out what the heck do I need to do better. And it was just a place for me to put all these ideas and thoughts and and get people's ideas. And, And you know, there were some dad topics on there. There was parenting topics there. There was woodworking topics on there. There was COVID topics on there because, of course, we couldn't get away from COVID anywhere. But I was finding that the blog just really wasn't getting me to where I wanted to be. It was helping. It was getting me to be able to think about some things and talk about some things and help me look at some topics differently. But what I found through that whole time, starting and really starting in March, but up to that point and up to now, at the end of 2020, going into 2021, um, was that I wasn't just trying to help myself. I wanted to help other people with this. Because I was, it was quick to learn that I wasn't the only one obviously struggling with this. You know, all of us as parents were getting thrown into situations we haven't been thrown into before with our kids and with our families and with our work and everything. And um, I think for those of us who weren't maybe top of our game, like we thought we were as parents, um, we recognized that pretty quickly. And again, let's be honest, none of us here are perfect parents. None of us are going to be perfect parents. We're not meant to be perfect parents. But it's, there's definitely ways to fix that and work on that. And I recognized in myself that I was struggling and I recognized in other parents that I talked to and that I saw in the office and and at work and things that they were struggling too. And so when I started my podcast, my initial goal was to really help as many dads out there as I could, which was a pretty big goal because there's a lot of, (laughs) there's a lot of dads out there. And I, you know, I wanted to bring in other dads and talk about their concerns and get to know like their backgrounds and what their life was like and, and kind of redefine what this dad role was for the 21st century because it, it is, it's different. If you listen to my past podcast episodes, you know, I did my episode with my dad um, and I've talked to some other dads from different areas of life and different business backgrounds and family situations. You see all this variation in what dads are. And you also see not so much confusion, but a little bit of confliction between when their parents were kids and what they saw as dads and what we now are meant to be as dads. It's a very different world. And as I talked to these different dads, it was pretty obvious that I could relate very easily to those who were physicians because I'm a physician. Surprise, surprise. And so when I'm looking at this and I'm saying, hey, I really want to help all these dads out, you know, I was talk. I talked to some awesome dads throughout the podcast. I talked to, you know, Justin Prince early on. I think it was episode two about being a dad to a daughter who is an actress, and they travel all over the world, or at least they did before COVID. Um, you know, and all the struggles that they well dealt with as parents. And I talked to people like Kyle Barger, who's a you know high up businessman in Columbus, Ohio, and trying to be initially kind of almost like a single dad for a little bit there, um, and now he's. Um, and now he's got a partner that's helping him um, through that. But just kind of how do you balance being high up in the business world, but also be a really good role model as a dad and a parent, especially to someone like a daughter. And how he balanced being raised as this alpha male, win everything, do all these sports to having tea parties and dress up and all those kind of things. And that's really great to get that that background and hear all these different experiences. And don't get me wrong, this podcast isn't going to leave those behind. I plan 
to bring on as many dads as I can, to get to know as many dads as I can, and get their history, get their background, see what they struggle with, because I think we all can relate to somebody in different ways. But I know for me, as a physician, I can understand physicians better. I can understand what they've gone through. I mean, let's be honest. A lot of us sacrifice a lot in school to get to where we are today. You know, I remember in high school being told I wasn't invited to parties because I didn't drink (laughs) because I wouldn't be very fun. Um, That's super fun to hear in high school. (laughs) Um, In college, you know, we're studying a lot more. We are spending more hours a night in the study hall and not going out all the time and partying and drinking with our friends. When our 20s come around, we're spending that time in medical school studying even more. We're going to residency working even more. We gave up our 20s to do what we're doing now. And I understand that because I went through it too. And that affects all of us. And it's probably affected a little bit, at least the way we parent and how we understand our kids, understand our spouses, understand our jobs. Um, And that experience is very different from what other people go through. Um, in our country and in our world. Well, even doctors from across the world, they, they do it differently than we do it here in the United States. And so that experience is different. And I feel like understanding that um, really gives me a leg up in helping other physician dads with improving being a better dad at home. Now, again, I'm saying the word better, not perfect, because Lord knows I'm not perfect. My kids remind me all the time. Um, my wife does too sometimes. So um, goal here is never to be perfect. Um, cause once you're perfect, I don't know, life, I think it's boring too. So we're never meant to be perfect here. So my goal really moving forward from today is to really focus on the physician dad and how I can help them. Now, with that said, just because I'm talking to physician dads does not mean other dads can't take something out of these podcast episodes. I'm going to be talking a lot about life and about ways to improve it. And that's just not a physician dad topic. That's for all types of dads out there. However, I'm going to be bringing people onto the show that are more likely going to be geared towards physicians to help them improve. Because let's be honest, I'm a little selfish here. I want to improve too. And I know that's going to help me. But again, I am someone who I feel like can help other dads out there who are doctors. And for me, I've always been a very empathetic person. And I try to understand someone's background before I help them. And with physician dads, I understand your backgrounds. I understand what you've been through. And I can help you with that. Now, with that said, as I've gone through looking at my own imperfections and where I need to improve, and as I've listened to blog or read blogs and listened to podcasts and read parenting blogs and parenting books to help myself, there's there's a lot of common themes out there. And there's something that I've kind of come up with, I think, some, some categories, some core foundations, I kind of refer to them as, um, that I think if we work on them as physician dads, we will become better parents. Now, what I'm about to say isn't some brand new, crazy mind-blowing thing. You probably can find some of this in other areas of the internets (laughs) out there. But I think when you focus on how it directly affects a physician dad, it's, it's very different than how that it focuses and affects other dads out there. And how I refer to these is I refer to them as the six Bs. 
So I'm sorry, there's going to be some alliteration here. But let's be honest, in medical school, we learned everything through mnemonics. That's the only way a lot of us got by. And so I felt like six Bs make sense. We can roll with this. And when I talk about these six Bs, you know, today's show, I'm just going to kind of cover the basics on them. I'm not going to get super in-depth because that's what the this podcast is meant for. I'm going to dive deep into all these topics in as many subcategories and sub-subcategories and everything within these because I feel, I truly feel like if each one of us can improve each of these categories a little bit every day, over time, you're just going to see that compound and become such a huge change for you and for your kids and for your family. And, and I truly mean that. I truly believe that because I'm doing that. I am purposefully trying to change all six of these in my life to become a better dad and to become a better husband and to become a better doctor. Because let's be honest, when things at home are better, things at work are better. You don't want to be carrying things back and forth. And so I guarantee you, if, if you come along with me on this journey, it's going to be every week and you share with me and you listen and, you know, send me your thoughts on these topics. I really think we're all going to grow together in this. And I really hope to be able to do that. So what are these six Bs? What are these core foundations? So let's get into them. So here they come. Brain, body, beliefs, better half, business, and bucks. I kind of had to stretch at the air and there and find a, find a B for bucks, but you know it worked out. <laughs> so, so six Bs there. Brain, body, beliefs, better half, business, bucks. Do you notice that out of all those six, not one of those are a B word associated with parenting? I didn't say anything about, you know, better dad or anything that would be parenting related, which sounds weird because I'm trying to tell you, I'm here to help you to be a better dad, but nowhere in those topics that I talk about being a better half or a better, a better parent, a better half I did. And we'll talk about that. And the big question is why, why didn't I even, you know, why is that not in there? Well, here's the deal. When you look at parenting Parenting is a direct reflection of who we are as a person. And that's honestly hard for me as a dad to see that and think about that because when I see my kids struggle, when I see my kids misbehaving, when I see them yelling, when I see them getting anxious about a situation, all of that is most likely due to something I taught them in the past or I reflected in myself. And that's hard to think about as a parent. Because none of us want to feel like we're screwing our kids up. But sadly, some in some cases we are. And, and that's not fun to say, but it's true. And so until we can improve who we are as a person, we can't be a better parent. You know, earlier in this podcast, I said, I read a lot of parenting blogs and books and listened to some podcasts on them. And all of those have a common theme. They're designed to fix a set problem between you and your child. And it's a superficial problem. It might be potty training. It might be feeding. It might be temper tantrums. It might be discipline. It might be sleeping at night. You look them up. There's millions of, there's not, maybe not millions, but there's a ton of books out there. There's a ton of resources out there to help with parent, common parenting concerns, topics, and, and those things. And those have their place. Absolutely. But the thing that none of them do is none of them focus on you as the person they focus on a situation 
and they give you the quick fix to that situation. And maybe not always a quick fix, but they give you tools and way to fix one thing. So if you read a book on potty training, you might become awesome at potty training your kids. Great. But potty training your kids doesn't teach you how to, to manage them when they're throwing a tantrum in the supermarket or when they are talking back to you later down the road or when they're not eating their vegetables or when they're having other issues. So now you have to go buy a new book and figure out how to deal with that. Or you got to go talk to a new person and figure out how to deal with that. And none of this really focuses on the key part of parenting, and that is you as the parent. And if you can improve all six of these things, your brain, your body, your beliefs, your better half, your business, and your bucks, you will become a better person and thus will become a better parent. Let that sink in for a minute. Because I know it's not easy to think that we are a large portion of where our kids struggle. I mean, let's be honest. I'm in pediatrics. I see families every day. And every day I see kids come into the office with discipline issues and anxiety and depression and all kinds of things. I see kids hitting their parents in the office. I see kids yelling at their parents in the office. I see them arguing all the time. And as hard as it is, a lot of that is due to us as parents not doing what we should have done for ourselves to then be able to be a better parent for them. When you think about how we teach our kids, there's two ways, really, the way I look at it. There's direct teaching and indirect teaching. Direct teaching is what you purposely try to teach your child. So maybe you're trying to teach them their ABCs when they're little, or you're trying to teach them math when they're in school. This is what school does. Like, the teachers there have a set curriculum, and they say, okay, today we're going to learn about this, today we're going to learn about this, and that's direct learning. But indirect learning is probably so much more important for our children than direct learning. Indirect learning is what our kids pick up without us trying to teach them something. When you think about it, kids from an early point in their lives are like sponges. They absorb everything around them. And most importantly, they absorb how you act as a person. So they absorb how you act and respond to them when they're happy. They absorb and react how you respond to them when they're not being good. They absorb and react how you respond driving on the road and how you maybe treat other drivers, um, how you talk to your spouse, how you talk about your work, how you talk about money. They absorb everything, and it creates this core sense of belief very early in life, and that really drives them for the rest of their lives. Now, the good news is we can change this over time, but this indirect learning happens so much more than their direct learning. You know, you may sit down and say, okay, this hour we're going to focus on this and do it, and then you do it for that direct learning And now it's like, okay, we're done with this. Now we can do whatever we want. And when you're not focused on that direct learning, you're still teaching them in their daily life about how to be a good person and how to be respectful and how to have, you know, core, good, strong core beliefs and all those kind of things and whatever maybe is important to you as a parent. And so when we talk about, again, these six B's, all of this directly focuses on that indirect teaching for your children, because again, when you are a better person, then your children indirectly learn that from you. Does that make sense? You follow me there? Now, 
let's talk about these six Bs. What is each one of them? And I'm going to give a little bit of background on each one here. Um, obviously, the first one I'm going to start with is the brain. And that really, if you think about it, the brain is not only the core foundation for us as humans, it's what makes us be able to do all these wonderful things that we do as humans, but is really the core foundation for all these core foundations that I'm talking about for the six Bs. Our brain controls everything. It controls your routines. It controls how you react to situations. It controls how you think about your spouse or your significant other. Or if you don't have somebody, if you're widowed or you're divorced, it controls how you think about that situation too and how you project it to your children. It controls how you think about your work, your money. It controls about everything. You know, your brain is very much set up to follow set routines. We learn these routines very early in life and we forget about them. You know, you, you learn them, you know, as you think about it for kids. When they're learning to walk, every step is very deliberate. It's very thought out. You may stumble, you may fall, but the body's directly is, is learning this root, new routine of walking and it's not easy. And then as you start to walk more, you start to run. And then you just don't even think about it. I mean, when was the last time you purposely sat there and you were walking into work and you said, okay, left foot, right foot, left foot, right foot, left foot, right foot. You don't do that, right? Because that routine has been ingrained into you and you no longer have to think about it. And it's so easy for your brain to do it now. But routines are always shifting, always changing, and they very much control how you react to situations. So not only is the routine of, you know, driving, walking, talking, all those kind of things in there. But your emotional self is a routine. And it all starts with your thoughts. And those thoughts control everything else. So I always use this example. For me, I always told myself I would never be the dad that yells. I wasn't going to do it. I wasn't going to be the yelling dad. I didn't never wanted to be that way. And I did pretty good with our first kid up until he was like three or four. Um, I still remember the first time I yelled at him. He, we were in his room. I, I can totally visualize it. We were sitting in his room, getting ready for bed. My wife was pregnant with our second son. And she was sitting on the ground. And our son, in his mind, I think playfully, walked up to her and kicked her directly in the stomach. And I lost it. As a physician and all the things you see, it just, I th- saw all these flashes of what could happen. And I yelled at him and it obviously shocked him. He had never heard me yell before and he froze. And the words that came out of his mouth was, huh, daddy yelled at me and I felt terrible. I felt like the worst human being in the world because I told myself I'd never do that, but I did it. Now, I had two choices at that point. I could have just said, you know what? I can't believe I did. I'm never going to do this again. I felt terrible. Or I go the other route, and then the next time he does something super frustrating, I yell again, which somehow I went that route. Wrong choice. Because the problem is, is every time you choose a route, you choose a thought that leads to the way you react to a situation, it makes it easier for your brain to go that way. So that next time I yelled, it was a little bit easier than the first time. And then that next time I yelled, it was a little bit easier than the first time. And the next time I yelled, and, and so on, you see where I'm going here. Every time you do something... Just like when you're trying to start a new routine in life, like getting up to work out or eating healthier or whatever that might be, the more you do it and the longer you do it, the easier it becomes. You know, in the office, I always compare it to um, sledding. 
you get a fresh coat of snow, you know, on the, on the hills, it snowed all night and you got six inches of beautiful powder snow and you go to the top of the hill with your sled and you try to sled down. But that first time you go, you know, nothing's packed down. You don't go very fast. It's not very easy and it's not very fun. So you walk back up the hill and you go down that exact same path again. And then you go up the hill and you go back down that same path again. And the more you go down that path, the faster you go, because it's packing that snow. You have this less resistance to do it and your brain works totally the same way. You have a thought that makes you feel a certain way. And that feeling leads to a release of chemicals in your brain. And then you have a response of you acting a certain way. And for me, the yelling became way too easy. And I had to recognize that. And I had to purposely make a change to do that. Now, am I perfect at that? No. There are times that I'm tired. And again, I'm making excuses here. So no excuses, but I'm making an excuse here. (laughs) Tired, frustrated with work, whatever it might be. And I let myself get... um, more easily angered over situations. And I recognize that, totally recognize that. I need to fix that. But that's my brain. And the problem is, is my brain is now used to this routine of doing it. So I got to fix that. And your brain controls so many other routines. And we're going to get into all that down the road here. But I just want to give you kind of a a preface for the brain there. And let's look at your body. That's the second B. Nutrition, sleep, exercise, the way you take care of yourself not only affects your health to make you healthier to live longer for your family or to be able to work the way you want to work or to do the things you want to do, but the way you act about food, the way you act about sleep, the way you act about exercise, your kids pick up on it. And if you're getting angry at your kids because they're not eating their vegetables, but you as the parent are not preparing vegetables or eating vegetables on your own, you can't then get frustrated with your kids for not doing it. So very early in life, you start it and you just set set those routines. Again, we're back to the brain part, but we're still in the body. You set those routines through eating healthy, showing positivity with getting good sleep, showing positivity with exercise, a lot of positive words, all that kind of stuff. Your kids pick up on that. And if you yourself aren't being healthy and taking care of your body, you can't expect your kids to be able to do that too. And you want your kids to do this. You want your kids to be able to make really good life decisions when they're grown up and out of the house. And that's going to be a direct reflection of what you taught them in the house and how you taught them. The how is important there too. Um, but that's important. The third be beliefs. And a lot of us have different beliefs. It might be religion. Maybe you're a Christian, maybe you're Jewish, you know, maybe you believe in whatever it might be. Your core beliefs are what really drive a lot of who you are as a person And those core beliefs really get set up early in life. I wrote a blog post on this a while ago, and I'm going to do a podcast episode coming up here on how children get molded in terms of their core beliefs early in life and why that is with their brain patterns and things like that. So keep a lookout for that. But your beliefs really help who you are and then help influence your children. Now, I grew up as a Christian. I was raised Lutheran. I now belong to a Methodist church. And... Those beliefs are a big part of who I am and how I talk to my children about life. And the other thing, though, is I recognize there are tons of other beliefs out there in different ways. And you know what? That's okay. I'm okay with it. Um, It just depends on how you feel about it and how you project that to your kids. And so beliefs are a big thing. And we're going to talk about that, too, on this on the show, we're going to talk about how your beliefs really influence things and how you can get better with that. Now, number four is your better half. 
obviously talking about your spouse or your significant other if you have one. And again, I recognize there are those of you dads out there who do not have this right now. You may be divorced, you may be widowed, and that's a lot harder for you being a dad. And I, I, I get it. And, you know, all the power to you for, you know, if you're single dadding it out there and trying to be a doctor, that's not an easy life. And I personally can't imagine the struggles you go through, but you know what? I'm going to find people who do and I'm bring them on the show and we're going to find ways to help with that as well. But really how you handle and manage and treat your better half or lack thereof, if you're in that situation, really influences, again, how your children absorb what a healthy relationship is, absorb how they should treat a person later on in life. You know, for example, if you're, in a, if you're married or you have a significant other, how you talk to that person, how you treat them, how you show physical emotion to them and, you know, other types of emotion towards them is a direct reflection of you and will teach your child how to do that later on in life. You know, there's a lot of evidence out there about toxic stress and how it negatively affects kids. And I will talk about toxic stress in future episodes. Um, if you're not familiar with it, look it up. Pediatrics, we talk about a lot, but I understand a lot of you, a lot of you out there are not pediatrics and that's fine. But toxic stress is a huge, huge topic in pediatrics and child development. And so much of it is, focused on that better half aspect and what goes on at home. So that's going to be an important topic. Your business. That's number five. You work, you're a physician. Awesome stuff. I mean, what is it? They say like 1% of the U.S. population is in medicine. I mean, 1%, that's a very small amount. And you're in this career that took years to get there. And you should feel accomplished and you should feel excited about this work, but we don't always feel excited. You know, huge topics in the last decade is physician burnout and we get stressed, we get anxious, we get frustrated. You know, those of you in private practice, you have your frustrations. Those of you in hospital based or um, run by a healthcare system or whatever it might be, you have your frustrations for different reasons. And the way you talk about work at home, the way you manage that physician burnout, the way you manage just those emotions and feelings and thoughts about work directly influence how you interact with your children and your family. You know, not just the aspect of I come home and I'm frustrating and I'm bringing work home with me, not just charting at night, but literally emotionally work home with me is going to negatively affect you as a parent, but also just the topic. If you come home every day and you talk about how frustrated you are with your job and how much it stinks and you hate it, your kids are going to pick up on that. And how do you think they're going to react? Not just to being a doctor, but just to work jobs, learning about things in school. If you're not excited about the things you're doing, your kids are going to be like, oh, well, I don't want to worry about that. So I'm not going to worry about school. What, you know, who knows? But the business part's important. And the business part's important for a lot of things. And so we're going to talk on this show about not only ways to help with that, you know, that burnout sense um, with work, but maybe how to make things better at work maybe finding ways to streamline things at work or to fix things in your place of business to then help you be a better parent at home and a better spouse at home and a better father at home. You know, I mean, it's just, there's a lot of direct correlation there. And the last B, your bucks, your money. I mean, money's important. Now, as we all know, money doesn't buy happiness, but money is a big part of life. We live in a world where we have this currency that gets us the things we need to live, but also brings pleasure. And if you as a physician don't understand it, you're probably finding yourself working extra shifts or extra hours just to make ends meet. I mean, so many physicians out there live paycheck to paycheck, which is crazy. 
with how depending based on how much we make now the hard part with being a physician we come out of school later so we have less time to make money like those who come out of college right away or even out of high school in the trade school they have that extra decade plus of being able to build up wealth so as physicians we're missing that but a lot of us come out negative a lot of us come out with loans and that is tough because you got to bounce back from that and so there's a lot of work on understanding your specific finances as a physician to help you become a better person at home. Because when you're not having to worry about and stress about money, or you're not having to worry about, oh, what happens if I get disabled? Or what happens if I die? What's going to happen to my kids and my family and my, my life and my everything I've built up at this point? If you haven't taken care of that, it's stressful. When you have taken care of that, you don't have to worry as much. And it takes so much stress off as being a parent and being in a family. And we're going to talk about that too. We're going to talk about, you know, some financial things, um, bring on some experts and talk about that as well. So those are the six B's. Those are the topics. And I, like I said earlier, I guarantee you, if you just choose one of these to start working on, I mean, you might be doing awesome at one or two or three or five of these. I don't know. But there might be that one that you're really just not doing great at or two or maybe all of them. Who knows? But if you can pick one, pick two, pick three, whatever it might be, and start working on them on a daily basis, I guarantee you, you're going to see things get better at home. Things are going to get better with your kids. And you're just going to feel so much better too. And I want you to join me for that journey. I want you. I want to be there to help you through that journey. So... I challenge you, you know, keep listening every week, Wednesdays, these shows are coming out. I want you to listen. There's going to be shows with me talking about these topics and what I've learned. There's going to be shows with experts coming on who know a lot more than me about a lot of these topics. And I hope together we can all just find ways to improve every day with ourselves, with these core foundations, so then we can improve being a dad as well as being a physician. So with with that, guys, just remember, embrace the imperfections. You know, none of us are meant to be perfect parents. um, But it doesn't mean we can't strive to be better than we were yesterday. Now, if you haven't yet, I didn't say this at the beginning of the episode, but if this is something you feel like is going to help you, please subscribe to the show. I want to help you guys out, and I want you to know when new episodes are out there. If you haven't leave the review, left a review, leave a review. You know, those reviews help. I, again, you know, I've said this in other episodes, but I really want to help other dads out there with this. And I want to help as many people as I can with this. And like I said, I feel like I know physician dads because I'm a physician dad. And so if you know a physician dad out there that you think could get benefit from, from this, share this with them. You know, just find another one. Another one, say, hey, take a listen to this. See, tell me what you think. If it's something you enjoy, leave a review. Again, those higher reviews, those five-star reviews like on Apple Podcasts, it brings it up higher on the list so other dads can find this show. Because if you've ever tried searching for shows on, on Apple Podcasts, it's not easy to do. Um, they like to give you stuff that makes no sense for what you search for. So I'd like to be higher up there so I can help those dads if possible. Um, but if you feel like there's something that you want me to talk about or that I could do better, send me an email. I will respond to your emails. Uh, my email is imperfectdadmd at gmail.com. You can also go to the website, www.imperfectdadmd.com, or you can go to www.jeremytoffelmd.com, and that will route you to the page, and you can find the contact me page and send me a message directly on there. I will respond to you, okay? So again, with that said, embrace the imperfection, guys, and I'll see you next time. My dad, Dr. Jeremy Toffel, 
is a pediatrician, father, and husband. The information provided in this podcast is not meant to be medical advice and is for your education and entertainment only. Hey there, the next cohort of the Burnt Out to Badass CME group is starting in June. And let me tell you, this is the fourth time around, and I can honestly say every time is so different and so much fun. I want to encourage you. You've heard me talk about it over and over and over again. I'm going to keep talking about it because it's so powerful. There are modules that talk about everything from facing your fear to networking to imposter syndrome, perfectionism, getting it right versus just getting it done, all the things. Plus, you get to do it in an amazing group setting. So here's your chance. Check out the show notes. This is the time to get in. No more waiting. We are so excited for you to join us. Before we finish up, don't forget to visit locumstories.com or drpodcastnetwork.com backslash locumstories to get real unbiased answers to all your locum tenants questions. I just want to give a big thank you to all our participants in the summer showcase. You guys are awesome. Thank you for coming on Dr. Me First, for helping me have time and space in my schedule. And I hope you, the listeners, enjoy hearing from some different voices. So... Go outside, enjoy your summer, and remember, your life, your calling, your pulse matters. 